Hey guys, welcome to Heart to Talk the Podcast. I am your host, Teresa Caesar, and you are listening to episode 58. You'll never find the right person if you can't let go of the wrong one. Hey, would you cuddle me? Are you or anyone you know looking for love? Well, word on the street is that dating is no fun. And even less fun and scarier is dating after divorce, heartbreak, or loss. Well, today's guest is on a mission to make dating fun and empowering. I'm bringing back my girl, Janice Noe Hulani, who's a shamanic love coach, modern-day mystic, natural-born seer. She is simply helping the world ignite love in all areas of life. So friends, let's get started. Janice, welcome back to the podcast. Yay, thank you. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be here. Girl, what have you been up to since we last recorded? Uh, <laughs> what was that, a couple months ago? What have you been up to? Oh my goodness, life has exploded in the most amazing ways. I mean, I stayed really consistent with serving, but things are changing on this earth plane. Can you feel Ooh. what I'm talking about? I do, I do feel it. Yeah, can you give us a little... Uh, explanation. Yeah. What what we're seeing is that there's an increase of energy that's happening on, on this planet. And so if you're feeling foggy, if you're feeling a little like overstimulated, if you're having a hard time feeling inspired, you know, you're right where you need to be. Like this is happening for a lot of people. And I know that a lot of people who listen to this space they are go-getters. You're typically people who like really know what you want and are ready to do what it takes to go after it. But if you're feeling some stagnation right now, I want you to say, just sit still because there's Mm -hmm. purpose to it. It's like that percolation that needs to happen because all of us are going through a major upgrade. And Mm -hmm. part of that upgrade is getting even more clear about what we want to create in our lives, willing to receive, and what we're willing to do to receive. Like things are totally shifting in a big way, right? You're right with the clarity. And I like what you said, sit still, sitting still. Because here's the thing, you know, laws of attractions be do have. The thing is, is sitting still is doing something. I love that. Sitting still is still doing something. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. are so important. So if you're pushing up against the energy, that's like, pause, pause. You're actually, you're, you're probably setting yourself back a little bit, you know, whether it's your health, your mental well-being. you know, lean into joy. That's really the message. Lean into what is what is joy? And if you don't know what that is, seek that out because mm. that will be the doorway that you've been searching for. That will just allow the energy to start pouring towards you. I love that. Thank you for that. Well, there's a lot of missions that you're on. You are one of the wisest women I know. You came on and we talked prosperity, consciousness. You've come on and we talked about manifest love. But I want to pivot into this other mission that you're on. And you say that you're on a mission to make dating fun. 
girl, we got lots to talk about. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. So first I want to say the shamanic love coach is back. Mm -hmm. If you don't know me, I'm Janice Noe Hulani, and I became well-known all over the world for being a shamanic love coach. I had this like knack for helping women find the love of their life. Like four out of five women who would do my program would find love. And for about eight years, I tracked that, right? And then I got a divorce. <laughs> and my whole life imploded. And I went into major healing. I was like, okay, I got to figure out my life. And so I, I set aside the love work. I was like, you know, self-love for sure. Everything I do is about love. But I set aside the finding your partner. Mm. I was in a 16-year marriage. So when I decided to start dating, that was weird. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing was freaky. I mean, <laughs> if I could be so transparent here, my friends had to sit me down and just really go over some basic stuff that I needed to know around dating. You know, I've been single now for four years. I spent the first three trying to figure out the world of dating and it was fun sometimes if I was to be honest. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> it was and horrifying other times. But what happened through this process is I began to learn there are many uh, rules about dating out there. And some of them are real and some of them just don't work for a woman like me. So you have done many courses. You're incredible. You have so many various offers. Are you going to do an offer as far as guiding people and showing them how to be empowered when dating and to make dating fun again? Yes, I am. I'm so excited. And I'm collaborating with a team of people, actually. Ooh, so, tell me more. <laughs> I'm creating a course, Dating After Divorce, Heartbreak and Loss, but it's you know mainly dating after divorce. And again, it was created because I literally was panicked and I had no idea how to do any of the stuff that we're going to be teaching. So it is for people who are just starting out dating, but it is also people who are frustrated in dating. Okay. Mm. Now my bestie is going to be creating people's profiles, dating profiles, and she is a genius at this. Literally mm. when you're creating your profile, and this will help if you decide not to even do dating profiles and just meet people more randomly because mm -hmm. it's going to help you be your authentic self. I love that. Yeah. You're going to lead with that. So you're not hiding out. You're not we're going to create a profile with great pictures and they're not going to be professional pictures, y'all. You don't need those, but mm -hmm. you need specific pictures that show who you are, right? And then we're going to create the words on your profile that, that authentically represent you. Mm -hmm. the first step. Oh, I love that. Then we're going to give you some tools on how to safely date. That's another Ooh, safely date. Yeah, yeah. There's some really simple things to do. One of them being get a second line. You don't have to get a second phone. You get a second mm. number for your mm. phone because you want to stay safe and you don't want wow. people to be able to track you from everywhere. So that's mm. a good way to do it. When you decide 
to give someone your number outside of the app, you have a safe way of doing that transition, right? Yeah. Some people are really good at texting. I am a really good person at texting. I'm also a really good person on the phone. Other people just want to meet really fast, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So again, dating style. So if that's the Mm -hmm. way you do it, we're going to do it in ways that help you stay positive and safe. We're also Mm going to really do give you some rituals on how to get into your, I'm sexy, I'm powerful, Ooh, I'm I love that. beautiful zone, right? Like I, I am the gift mentality. And you want to do that because not only do the people in front of you think hot, 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 but you're just feeling really powerful and good, you know? And from that place, it's way easier to say yes with confidence, but it's also way easier to say no. When Ooh, I, love I love that. We're going to have a flirting 101 class. Now, ladies, there are some of you out there who definitely know how to flirt. But then there's some of us who are just like, how in the heck do I do that? <laughs> Girl, this is one of my favorite things. I love it. Flirting 101. Oh, <laughs> man. I'm telling you, like that is an art form. And done well. It yep. is just like, there's nothing like it. And, and not only that, you're going to learn how to flirt with life itself and yeah. open doorways. So here's the thing. This is about dating, but this honestly is about your whole life and how you're bringing in what you desire. That's yeah. beautiful. All of Janice's information links, her website will be in the show notes. And of course, you can follow her on any of her handles at Janice Noe Hulani, right? Dot com. Uh, LinkedIn. Yep. Yeah. LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. So any other things that you want to mention? First of all, there's many more things that we're going to be teaching in that uh, dating after divorce, heartbreak, and loss. So FYI. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Can't give it all in this episode. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally, totally, totally. And whether you're in the place, the phase of your dating life where you are just reinventing yourself, you're just dipping your Mm -hmm. toes in, Mm -hmm. or you're like, I am ready, I want my man or my person, or if you know you're any you have all of those going on, it's they're each very valuable, but Going at dating really can't skip those steps. They're so important for your success overall. And so making this a wonderful journey is, I think, the direction we have to go. We are meant to be in partnership. Mm -hmm. Our cells need other healthy cells to be even more healthy and create more healthy cells. We are meant to be in partnership. Choosing to not be in partnership, that's great. That's no problem. But as a as a species, I think we are very much meant to be in partnership. But why not make it enjoyable? <laughs> yes. And it's just that whole like what you always talk about on everything. What's your story on love? What's your story on prosperity? And making your story about dating. So it mm-hmm. supports you rather than takes from you. I love that. I advocate for knowing your intuition. 
right? And this is so important to, to listen to your intuition so you can decipher, is what that person's telling me, is that accurate for me or is it not? So I spent a lot of time in that space because I was unconfident, but straight up. Mm, yeah. I'm, I'm a confident woman. I, I'm successful. I had a, a long-term marriage. I was not confident in this world. And so it took a while to figure out what was right for me and what wasn't. The hard part about that is if you do it the way everyone else does it, is that you got to be in a lot of dates in order to figure out what works and what doesn't work. Unless you're one of those lucky ones who just, boom, meets their person and then it's love. But if I could be honest, I'm just way too jaded for that. <laughs> yeah. And I, you're probably not the only one though, right? There's got to be like 80% or more. Feel that way. Yeah. I've been talking to a lot of people out there. I hardly ever hear great dating stories. You always mm. hear how terrible dating is, how it sucks so bad. By the way, wrong. The only common denominator in that scenario is you, honey. <laughs> I love how we're always pinning the blame, right? We're blaming everyone else. I'll tell you what, I have had some funny <laughs> and heartbreaking dating times. But I have also, and pretty consistently now, have had so much fun. Mm. And I think we need to bring the joy back in dating. How do we do that? How do we bring the joy back into dating? First of all, here is my serious suggestion. And this might bother some of you when you listen to it. But I'm, I'm being very honest. You have got to take love off the table for a while. Because... Mm. When it is the main agenda, it puts so much pressure on you and it puts pressure on other people. And here's the thing. Men are actually really sensitive. <laughs> I like as you laugh. <laughs> I mean. But for real, men are sensitive. But like for real, it's like they're just as scared as we are. They have some terrible skills sometimes around trying to hide that. Men in in my age group, they have been taught not to be afraid and they're scared to death. And the most men I know are incredibly empathic and we don't give them credit for that. So when we take love off the table and realize, you know, you're the gift, actually, you're interviewing them, you're not ready to give over to the very first person that says yes, just because they're saying yes, it's really important to know your dating style. Now, mm -hmm. I hope that your clan can handle this, but we're going to be talking about some things. <laughs> I hope Teresa's tribe can handle it because the one thing that I know about dating is literally we all have a dating style. So here's the thing, everyone. I'm a wide open, wild woman. So most people think I'm kinky. I'm the most vanilla mama on the planet. <laughs> I mean, I even took the test and they were like, Candace, you are vanilla. And I'm like, are you kidding me? It even shocked me, actually. <laughs> but on the test, oh my God, I, um, I'm loving it. rated 75% vanilla. What does that mean, though? I had to realize what 
my passions, pleasures, and desires are. And, mm. and when I was able to learn about that, then I could attract people aligned to that. Here's an example. I learned what my dating style is. I am demisexual. And what that means is I cannot have a connection with anyone unless there's an emotional connection, an energetic connection. Now, let me just say, I don't have to tell everyone, hey, I'm a demisexual. Because people yeah. are like, what? You know, I don't have to do that. What I do is when I'm on app, I have been meeting people on apps during COVID time. It's an easy way to do it. But how I do it, because that's my style, I need an emotional connection. I begin to talk to them immediately and pull out and see if they can meet me there. Uh -huh. I immediately say something interesting from their profile. And if they come back with a hi, how are you today? They're never my person because uh -huh. I give them a juicy juice and they can either meet me or not. Ooh. Now, the men who immediately get it and they meet me, those are the men I have fun with. And then, okay, so then one more example and then I'll, I'll leave it. Then I have a, another person who she doesn't like to be touched. She loves mm -hmm. to love. Uh, she has, she loves partnership that is action oriented. They create things together, but if they kiss, she's fine with it. If they don't, she's fine with it. Like mm -hmm. for me, that blows my mind, but that's mm -hmm. what she, that she's about. So she needs someone who's going to meet her with mm -hmm. a more like, let's create let's do together. Like let's actually build things. Let's create a life together. And it doesn't have to be, you know, an all or nothing thing, right? Cause one person, yeah. all of those things. Oh, but I love that. You do is you begin to be honest about that in a tactful way, mm -hmm. which yeah. I teach people how to do that. Yeah. Know? it in the right way and not waste your time with people, you know, to, to learn the signs about people who are not in alignment with you. The one thing that is right about men and women is men are actually simple. So if you mm. speak to them in a way that helps them win instead of sets them up to feel like you're testing them, mm. you know, we're in charge of creating a safe space for us. But when we're taking, making a safe space for us, we're also making a safe space for everyone else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. Nervous system can relax, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And of course, there's so many nuances as, to this, right? Because communication isn't high for everyone. And so again, finding out your dating style. First, finding out like what your need is. Take away them out of the picture entirely. Nothing about dating is about the other person. It's literally about exploring who you are, what turns you on and what you want out of your life. So there's many ways to go about that. Um, dating after divorce and heartbreak and loss. So there's, it, there's two subtleties. One can be excitement. I just want to say, but then there's the other energy that that's like, Oh my God. Uh, I don't, you know what? I don't think he's going to like this dress. I'm going to change. Then you change like 500 times or whatever, mm. or, Oh man. Um, I know I said that thing wrong. I know I said that thing wrong. I wish I would have said something different. Those kind of behaviors. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's it's where you 
you are getting dysregulated. Now that could be an old pattern of yours and not about them, but someone who triggers off that instinct in you means you need to do some work or they might not be the right person. Yeah. And so some healing work needs to happen. If you're a woman here and you're listening to this, this is so ingrained in us. Most of the part about enjoying dating again is literally being willing to unlearn everything. Ooh, mic drop. <laughs> like Oprah would say, tweetable moment. <laughs> it's true. It is true. Yeah, especially if you really do want a different relationship than the ones that you had. Patience, be honest with yourself and the person in front of you. Realize that the person that's in front of you, you might have good chemistry, but chemistry doesn't make a relationship, nor does just love. There are so many things outside of chemistry and love that actually make up a relationship. You said something that I never forgot, and it's lean into your own magic when dating. Yes. And I love that because I love anything magic because we are the magic. <laughs> we are the magic. Yeah. We are mm-hmm. the magic. Yeah. That definitely is one of those pieces is to be able to listen to your yes. Mm. You know, I mean, look, if you're thinking about someone and you're waiting for weeks to communicate because of a rule, that's an injustice to you and him. Like, yeah. honestly, Think about it. Now, sometimes in order to know what you do want, you really have to be clear yeah. about what you don't want, but you don't want to focus there. You want to move into what you do want faster. So that means that when you see something you don't want, those deal breakers, you're like, nope, sorry. I don't for mm-hmm. a match. Moving on. We get to make the rules about our relationships. And we must. I love that. Make your rules for your relationships. Well, to close it up, I'll right. ask you three three questions. Okay. And the first one, Janice, what are your favorite dating affirmations? Okay. I have two. What is meant for me will always find me. That's one. And the second one is love loves me. Ooh. So good. I love those very much. As the affirmation, babe. You know me. I live by affirmations. All right. And the second question, what is your favorite dating app? Okay. It's so interesting because I I live in New Mexico, but I date all over the country. <laughs> Potentially all over no the country. No wonder you made no wonder you're having so much fun dating. You're like traveling. You're like Nationwide. (laughs) And there's a reason for that, for sure. One particularly is that um, Albuquerque actually has a pretty small dating pool. And all my friends have dated these men. So I date outside. And I'll tell you, every place you go to, an app works better. So for instance, Colorado, I love Tinder. And so by the way, Tinder's not just a place for hookups. It really isn't. So in Colorado, I love Tinder. And actually some of the sexiest, most spiritually deep, beautiful men I met from Tinder on Colorado. And it's Ooh, I like, love that. Tinder, Colorado. 
Yeah. Okay. And then in California, I use Bumble because for some reason I've meet those men there and have had less luck. There's different sites. Like if you want a polyamorous relationship or to be someone's unicorn, <laughs> yes, my loves, there is all sorts of names out there now for everything. <laughs> and so the last question, Janice, what is your dating story? I know who I am. I'm a powerful woman in my field and in my life. But I'm also incredibly delicate. You know, I hold both of those really well. Mm-hmm. And so um, that means that I am confident and insecure. But who isn't like that? So in my dating life, I've had to really navigate that and learn my body speak. Mm. Learn when my body is saying, don't go there. And then learn how to listen to it. And every time I do that, I feel good. I'm safe. That also means <laughs> those times where I'm nervous, but I keep getting, my body is like, this is okay. You can receive this love. And let me tell you, if you've been brokenhearted or you've had loss or things have been confusing in relationships, I know it's hard to receive love. It's hard to trust love. Your body's wisdom, when you begin to learn how it speaks to you, will guide you to know when to trust love and when to walk away from love. It's so wise. This was a process for me. And I live by it. I feel so protected. And I let the right energy in. I do hope that you enjoyed my conversation with Janice Noehulani. Please remember to download this episode and share this podcast with all your friends and family. Also, be sure to find me on Instagram and Facebook for updates on upcoming episodes and other projects that I'm involved with. Otherwise, friends, I'll be back in two weeks.